Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Chips challenge. No, was that a game? Your name was Chip. <laughs> Mister Challenge. Came in the same package as like Tetris and uh, Ski Free. Oh, remember Ski Free? Uh-huh. Anyway, Chips Challenge. You're this little boy named Chip, and you're going around collecting computer chips. But there's also like monsters, and you fall in the water, and oh. it was crazy, but it was fun. Sounds fun. But there were certain levels where like you couldn't cross water without a pair of swimming flippers hmm. you couldn't cross lava without these shoes they just had to have like special yeah. shoes for equipment and when you died there was just a sound clip of this guy going bummer <laughs> <laughs> there were like three noises there was like the noise that it made when you picked up a chip yeah i guess there were four there was the noise that you made when you picked up anything else which was like a whoop sort of noise yeah there was the noise when you ran into a wall, and it was just Chip going, mm. and then there was the noise when you died, and it went, bummer. That's <laughs> just so funny. I love that. Yeah. I need that. It's, yeah, it's a fun game. You probably find I it. Slip and fall. Online, bummer. So, bummer. Yep. I mean, it would tell you, Chip can't swim without flippers. Well, me neither. Yeah, or with them, honestly. Or... I, can't, I just can't do it. Can't swim. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> Yeah, man. I have a question for you. You always do. Yeah, I'm trying to make that my thing. Yeah, full of fucking questions. Great. <laughs> Go on, let's hear it. I mean, I could keep it to myself. <laughs> if you... It's a pretty classic question. Mm. If you met a genie... Yeah. You had three wishes. Yeah. What would you want them to be? What snarky, would you wish for? Snarky genie? Is this like a monkey's paw genie? I don't know. See, I, I feel like I have prepared myself for this I'm like too possibility. nervous. Yeah. And I'm trying to like cover all the bases, but you know they're they've got they've had thousands of years to think about every possibility and the best way to ruin your day. So I'm gonna hope that it's an Aladdin type genie who right. really just is trying to make things better for you. Right, more of a a genie than a gin. Yes, Those not one that's like rude. like the genie that uh I swear to God I it must be way later. Because when I was rewatching the X Files, I didn't see this episode, so it must be in like the later seasons that I didn't watch. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure there's an episode where they meet a genie. Yeah, because Mulder asks for world peace, and she just takes everyone off the planet. Oh, except for him and Scully, <laughs> or maybe even Scully. She she just yeah, deletes everybody because she's like, along. there now, no one's fighting. Oh. So and then there's a scene where he's like, it must be later seasons because he has a laptop, <laughs> but he's like typing out this like big long wish where you can tell that he's like trying to cover all his bases so right. that he can like make this wish and not have it not bite him in the ass does it work uh no because scully comes in the room and is like what are you doing and he's like nothing and he just like closes his laptop and he just realizes that she's never gonna it's just not gonna work she's yeah it's not gonna work so well that's no fun yeah well okay let's imagine robin williams is blue mm-hmm. and appears to me in a dream for some reason it's just robin williams but he's just like he's just blue yes <laughs> that's cute in my brain it is cute and yes he is full of good intentions yeah he is genuinely just trying to make things better for you hmm. i think i would wish for my dog to live as long as me oh and like remain healthy yeah even if that took two wishes i would do that <laughs> Live as long as me, remain healthy. <laughs> yeah, like, you could you could put it like, in one. You know, age twelve and just right, be just like continually deteriorate in pain for you know thirty years. Right? No, you'd be like, I wish that she could have 
a healthy life that was as long as mine. Yes. Yeah. And then when I die, she just drops it. <laughs> yeah. We just go peacefully together. Yeah. Like in the notebook or whatever shit. I don't know. This is... <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it's not my dog to live forever with me and then we can like die at the same moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I just cannot imagine... No. Anything ever happening to her. So if I, that would be my first wish. And then I would be like, okay, tight. Now that I know that, and there's so much anxiety lifted off my shoulders. Sure. I don't know what else I would wish for after that. Hmm. Probably just, like, financial stability. Right. I don't really have any desire to be overly wealthy. No. Just, yeah, stability would be nice. Just to not have to think about it. Yeah. It would be nice. And, uh... I don't know. A big ass? Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I feel like anytime you try and do something, like, big and overarching and, like, save the world or whatever, like, somebody loses out somewhere. Right. Yeah, I was thinking about because I have, I am very much prepared for this, like. Oh, good. I know what I want. Yeah, let's hear it. But then I was like, man, all my wishes are all about me and they're selfish. But, you know, <sighs> Yeah, if you go trying to change other people's lives, yeah, maybe it doesn't end up well. I watched this episode of No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain recently, mm-hmm. where they're in Haiti, mm-hmm. and it's like right after the earthquake. Yeah. And they're like eating some street food or whatever, and they realize that a lot of people have gathered around because they haven't gotten to eat in a while. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, like the obvious decision here is like, this woman who is selling the food, could also benefit if we just, like, bought all of her food for the day. Right. And then just gave it to the people that are gathered around. Yeah. But then it starts a fight, because that is still a limited resource, you know? And, like, it just creates a new problem. And Anthony Bourdain learns a very sad lesson. That show is rough sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, once you try and solve everything something is gonna get fucked up somewhere along the way you're gonna mm-hmm. cause more harm than good so yeah you know you can only control yourself you let your dog live forever if you have financial stability you can do the good that you can right you know yeah i agree what's your wish plan uh i would want like you were saying just like a bank account that always has exactly as much money as i'm about to spend yeah plus five dollars so that i don't incur <laughs> overdraft fees right but also it has to come with the caveat of the IRS cannot be like, where's this money coming from? You right. don't have a job where you're not paying taxes, that sort of thing. Yes. I don't want it to be questioned. Yeah. I'll st- I would still go to work. Yeah. I would just find a job that I liked. Yeah. And didn't have to, you just work like a couple days a week or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll pay my taxes on that. But I want my bank account to just be like, <laughs> when I go to buy something, right. the money is in there. Yes. So again, financial stability. You just have a magical bank account. Exactly. That isn't tied to anything anywhere. Right. Yeah. So I'd want that. I would want to be able to change my appearance just by thinking about it. Oh, yeah. You have said this several times throughout mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. Well, because I mean, with how much I change my hair. Yeah. Where it's like, man, if I could just do that. Just tonks it. Yeah, with just by thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, so when you think about, because I also think about, like, well, how would a genie make this suck for me? <laughs> it would probably hurt. Yeah. If you're like, oh, in this instance, I wish I were a little bit taller or whatever. Yeah. I wish I were. Wish I were a little bit taller. Yeah. I wish I was a bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to suffer through that. So you got to be like. You feel your bones grow. Without it causing me any physical pain. Mm-hmm. Because that'd be fun, too. You could, like, commit crimes if you wanted to. If you could fully change your appearance, you yeah. could just look like some... Just, uh, what's her name? Mystique in the X-Men? Yeah. You look like anybody you wanted and then go commit a crime. Although I don't want to commit crimes. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just trying to think of, like, what crimes you would commit. Because, obviously, neither of us want to hurt anyone. And if you have, like, financial stability, you don't need to steal money. Right. But you could, like, free some trapped animals or, you know, like... Yeah, or break into museums and take the stuff back. Oh, yeah. To the people to whom it belongs. And they'll be like, we're looking for this. This belongs in a museum. We're looking for <laughs> Lindsey Graham, apparently. And then Lindsey Graham goes to jail for my crimes. Ah, yes. You could, yeah, just have his fingerprints. Yeah. That's a great idea. So that would be a fun one. And plus for days where you're just like, my titties don't fit in this dress. Y- yeah. You just adjust your titties. That's true. Fuck the dress. Great. Adjust the tits. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and then the third one would be, I would like to be able to be able to read and write and speak and understand all the languages. Ooh, that's a good one. On the planet. Yeah. Um, just because they're all cool. I don't want to fucking learn them. Yeah. Because it takes so long and my brain is, it don't stick like it used to. No. We're old. But they're so cool. Languages are so cool and I would like to be able to speak all of them. Yeah, that'd be tight. And then you could like. And if you have financial stability and you can go around the world or if you're pretending to be other people or whatever you're doing, if you know all the languages. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be funny if you didn't and then you're pretending to be somebody else and it was just your English speaking. Right. You're just fucking Brad Pitt (laughs) in Inglorious Bastards where he's like, Bongiorno. (laughs) Everybody's like, yeah? Uh, Good try, buddy. (laughs) Arriva Derchi. God. So yeah, those Those would be my three wishes. I like the would speak and understand every language that's a fun one yeah on and sometimes i'm like man i kind of want to expand it to like every living creature oh yeah because sometimes i wish i could talk to my dog so i could be like stop doing what you're doing (laughs) relax but then other times i'm like do i want to hear my dog's thoughts all day (laughs) the answer is probably not no after covering homeward bound and hearing those dogs thoughts all day yeah well and and like hanging out with a three-year-old Oh, true. Where you're just like, because it would just be that. Yeah. For 12 years. Or, in your case, <laughs> 95 years, however long you live yes. to be, where Cricket's just like, hey, mom. <laughs> so the other day, I saw a squirrel, and it, and you're like, yeah, dude, yeah, it's crazy. Yep, yes. Uh, do you want to go if, outside? And then it went, yeah, man, do, do you want to go outside? All of my wishes related to my dog. Cricket related. Or uh, I could, like, also teach Cricket, like, concepts and stuff she could get smarter through the years yeah we could have like we could play chess like dog chess <laughs> can you play chess yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i have oh. i think i get the concept i don't know but also now i'm like what would my third wish be i think it would be fun in the same way that you wish to be able to like change your appearance which is a way of making yourself like not seen but like yeah if i could just not be perceived yeah I could just choose to not not be like invisible, but just people look at you and they don't register that they're seeing a person. Don't yell at me about my it, hair. like if someone were like, <laughs> "Look at that girl," they would be like, "I see her." Yeah. But if they looked at you and then they looked away, they would be like, "Was there a girl standing there?" Right. That's how I think I can already do that. I think you can too. So many people have met Meat Wedge several times. Yeah. <laughs> And hey, it's always, nice to meet you. I was like, we've met. We, you've been in my house, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the other day, I mean, I, I complained about this to you, but the other day, two people stepped out into the street in front of my car. Oh, my God. And I was just like, can you not see me? Hello? Am I invisible? That's how Troll is when I get home from work. He says, hello? <laughs> is anyone there? Am I real? Oh, I thought you meant he just blanks you. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, there's nobody here. I don't know what I'm talking about. No one has acknowledged my presence for six hours. I don't know if I exist anymore. Mom! Oh my god. I don't know. Do we have time for me to tell this New Year's Eve story? Yes. Okay. I've told you about it's it before. Our but that's true. <laughs> Do we have time, Edgar? We got time? We're good? Okay. I heard a squeak when you said that. I um was at a New Year's Eve party where I didn't know anyone. Yes. But New Year's is my favorite holiday, so I was like, you know what? I'm... I would like to be doing something. And my brother texted me and was like, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, I'm literally just sitting on my couch. It's really sad. And he's like, well, I'm going to this party. You should come. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Because I was like, I know I don't know anybody, but our city's not that big. No. And, you know, an excuse to, like, do something, socialize. Right. Knowing I was you, like, I'm probably going to run into somebody that I know. Get dressed up, make your hair really big. Yeah. I'll probably run into someone I know. If not, drunk people love making new friends. True. It'll be fine. So I go to this party with my brother and my brother's girlfriend at the time, and he introduces me to two people who live in the house, but immediately I was just like, these are not my people. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. But it was in a house, it was in this house that's locally known as the rugby house. Yeah. So I mean, they were nice enough, but I mean, it was just like, these people were all like five years younger than I was, they're in college, they're yeah. partying, these girls are all wearing like very slinky, like sparkly dresses, and I was like, oh, I am underdressed for this party. Yeah. Then I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll make the best of it. Yeah. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But so my brother introduced me to two people who lived in that house, and then literally no one spoke to me for the rest of the night. And it was just so weird, because at one point, my brother just, like, fucked off, and I didn't see him again for the rest of the night. And so I was just, like, wandering around this house, and I was just like, okay. I went in the kitchen, and I was, like, kind of standing around the keg, just, you know, figuring somebody would, like, talk to me or whatever. Yeah. And this guy full-on just steps in front of me, and then kind of backs up a little, and there was, like, a kitchen counter behind me, so I, like, put my hand on his back just to be like, hey, man, I'm like, let me get out of your way. Yeah. He did not turn around or apologize. You were being accidentally invisible. I know. And then so I was like, okay, um, guess I'll go over here to this part of the... So I went to a different part of the kitchen, and I just sat on the kitchen counter, and I was just watching people. And this girl is, like was going around the kitchen looking for cups because they had like run out of cups yeah. and she literally reached past my head and pulled open a cabinet door and then closed it again and moved on did not say excuse me wasn't like oh sorry, i'm just gonna read or like, like her eyes like register that there was a human nope, being yeah there. just like open this cabinet closed it moved on and yeah. i was like hello and then another guy had opened because by this point it was midnight had opened a bottle of champagne and it was like going everywhere yeah and he set it down on the kitchen counter right next to me and i was like all right well this is gonna make a mess yeah so i and he like walked off yeah he like set it down and walked off so i picked it up and i leaned over and i set it in the kitchen sink so that it could like make a mess in the kitchen sink yeah and then just like sat back and he like walks up pulls it out of the kitchen sink makes no like indication that it has moved he's not like oh weird i didn't put it over there i mean obviously he was drunk but like you know says nothing just moved on and i was like I think I might be invisible. I think that maybe no one at this party can see me. At that point, I went and sat out in the living room, and I just, like, watched this dude throw up in his own shoes and oh no, just, like, hung out. And then one of my friends texted me and was like, what are you doing? Do you want to hang out? And I was like, God, yes, get me out of this house. It was so lonely. But That's it was very strange. Weird. The girl reaching into the cabinet was the weirdest part of the night for me, for yeah. sure. Because, I mean, she just, like, looked me straight on in the face, but didn't really, like, yeah, her register. Yeah, her eyes didn't. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I hate that. Huh. Whoops. So anyway, sometimes I think that I can turn invisible, but unfortunately I have no power over it. Yeah. What are you going to do? Creepy. Yeah. Well, anyway, why are we talking about magic and wishes? <laughs> Meat Wedge. Right. I'm Meat Wedge. I'm Bucket Snake. This is Replay Rewind. Uh, we're here to talk about movies that we loved as children. Talk about what we remember happening in the movie. We go watch it. We talk about what actually happened in the movie, usually vastly different from what we remembered. Definitely. Um, and then we tell you a little bit of trivia about how it was made and that sort of thing. And this week we are talking about Shazam. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Do you remember Shazam? Yeah. Um, I mean, a bit. <laughs> I remember it about as much as I remember any other movie we right. ever talked about. <laughs> because I guess I blocked out all of my childhood. Yeah, it's sure. It's fine. There are some bright it? spots. It's like you get to watch them all over again for the first time. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I remember... I mean, I remember the obvious things. You know, like, it's a genie movie with Sinbad as the main character. Right. You know, and there are kids making wishes. I don't think anybody wishes for... Financial stability. No, <laughs> no adult wishing, I don't think. Right, they don't have to think about it at the time. Yeah. Do you, what do you remember about it? I mean, I definitely can see him. Yeah. You know, he's wearing this, like, the turban, I think, is the most, like, he's wearing this big gold. Yeah, it's like gold, it's, like, yeah. super over the top, yeah, you know, and he has, course. like, his one earring. Yes. His, like, Sinbad classic. It's definitely a Sinbad vehicle. Right. <laughs> because from what I remember, it's, like, Sinbad is, like, bigger on the title than even the title of the movie. Right, like, on the cover of the poster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like. Is this movie called Sinbad? Oh, no, it's called Shazam. I mean, it's I would just... watch a movie called Sinbad, probably. Honestly. I mean, there is one, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was a TV show, wasn't it? He had his own show? I think there's a cartoon oh. about a not related to this man. Oh, okay. I think. Interesting. Side note, the character that I will always remember Sinbad being the most, and I think because I've watched this movie more as an adult, was when he was in Good Burger. Oh, yeah. And he was Keenan's teacher. Hmm. Have you seen Good Burger? I don't think so. <gasps> I know. <sighs> we'll have to do that one. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, he's just like <laughs> drives a tiny car that like Keenan wrecks into, and so that's why Keenan gets a job at Good Burger is because he has to like pay him back for messing up his car. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, he's always wearing like the very big 90s suits and right. just being Sinbad because yeah. I don't know that he can be anybody else. No, I think it's definitely <laughs> one of those people like um, Bill Murray or yeah. Jeff Goldblum where you're mm-hmm. like, this movie is for you. We yes. have written you into it because we know who you are. You're not really acting. Yeah. We just like you. Yeah, we you're think you, the your personality, selling point. Yeah, it would fit yeah. well into this role. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, he's just like, yeah, he's a big, loud, 90s comedian guy, and mm-hmm. so they're like, this would be silly. And so they put him in this genie movie. Yeah, so I don't remember a lot of detail. I remember the main characters are like a brother and a sister, I think. I mean, classic. Yeah. 90s combo. And their mom died or left or 90s. Obviously, yes. <laughs> One and... of their parents is dead. Yeah, and their dad is, like, too busy. Yeah, doesn't pay attention to them. Yeah. I mean, again, classic 90s, probably business executive. Fairly odd parents. Dad. Wait, is this the fairly odd parents? (laughs) (laughs) My parents don't pay attention to me. But yeah, so, from what I remember, the two kids spend a lot of time alone. Sad. Uh, Cleaning out an attic, maybe? Yeah. Are fighting in the attic? Wrestling? I don't remember. Right. There's a bunch of shit. Right. And they, yeah. Jumanji style, happen upon an artifact. Right. That happens to summon Sinbad. Yeah. Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Shabad. <laughs> no. Sinzam. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, basically the plot of the movie. Two kids have a genie. Right. And then doing genie things. Yeah. Really silly. He can make stuff happen. But they're, yeah, they're like, we want. We wish our dad was around more or happier. or wish that he would fall in love again so that he would be happier. Okay. Because they're like, he's sad. Yeah. Which, maybe I'm wrong, but that seems like a silly plot device. To be like, we wish that he weren't sad or we wish he were in love. Yeah, we wish he were in love. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple. It just... I think movies maybe like that? I've just seen too many movies with magic where it's like, no, we cannot. Right. I mean, no the, making anyone fall in love. The genie in Aladdin specifically straight up says it yeah. can't make anybody fall in love with you. Right. And I think that actually is part of the plot. He's like, no, I can't do that. And so, so they have to like, kind of like, work around it. Figure out a way around it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I mostly just remember that there's a scene at like a, like a pool party. Yeah. It's like a big, probably at the end. Pool it feels very like. So 90s. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the culmination of everything happens at the pool party. Yeah. I wish I could remember what the culmination is. I'm guessing. Yeah. That the dad falls in love organically and the kids think that the genie did it. Oh, and he's like, I didn't even have anything to do with it. Yeah. Not that the dad falls in love with Shazam. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Flip it on its head. No, obviously it's probably not. No, that's the that's the remake. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. Everything's gay now. Do uh, this. Yes. yes. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, that's all I remember. I think that one of the kids like wastes a wish because they don't like believe. Yeah. If you're a GD, show me how to or show me Yeah. You would blah 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 blah. Right. Mm, classic. Mm-hmm. You gotta believe in the magic. Yeah, I think it's just a very classic, like, 90s vehicle for a comedian. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell yeah. It's the mask, but with Sinbad. Yep. In giant gold pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When are those coming back? As soon as you go buy some giant gold pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's go watch it. Okay. It is my wish that we go watch this movie. No. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, that was a fucking non-existent movie. Ha! April Fools, April bitch. Fools. Yeah, it's not real. We knew it the whole time. We knew the whole time. But if you were like excited that we were finally covering this movie and you were stoked about it, um, it's not real, and you should maybe sit down. Because <laughs> so sorry to let I'm you. I'm sorry. Know. It's not a real movie. It is not. This is. We are going to talk about some stuff, but this is our official. Patreon launch. Woo! Patreon! Give us your money. (laughs) (laughs) At least a dollar or two. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't have to be all of it. But yeah, we're just hoping to, you know, bring y'all some extra content. And so that is what we're doing here. Um, We're making this episode available to everybody, obviously, but any bonus episodes from here on out will be on our Patreon. You can only access them on Petron. Exactly. So, Meat Wedge. Yes, Bucket Sue. Tell us what you get if you join the Patreon. I will. All you loyal cheese bags out there. Yeah. So, we've got four levels. We're sticking with our cheese bag theme. The first level is a Swiss satchel. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> Swiss satchel for $2 a month. You will be sent a replay rewind sticker and maybe some other stickers just throughout the year if I feel like it. Just printing them out, mailing them out. You never know. Stickers are fun. Everyone loves stickers. Exactly. But definitely a replay rewind sticker. Uh, We'll shout out your name on the show for everyone to hear how cool you are. How bagged is your cheese? We will let everyone know. (laughs) (laughs) And you will get early access to any merchandise that we sell. I'd pay $2 for that. I think so. The second tier at $5 a month is a provolone pouch. You get, obviously, all the aforementioned things. Sticker, shout out, early access to merch. In this tier, you get <laughs> early access to ad-free content. Once, once we, we start having ads. ads. Yeah, we don't have any right now. But either way, you'll get early access to the shows. And you'll get access to one short bonus episode every month. The third tier at $8 a month, the Havarti handbag. You'll Ooh. get all of those things. The sticker, the shout out, the early access to merch, the early access to ad free content, and one monthly short bonus episode. Plus a long bonus episode. And then the fourth tier at $10 a month the Rook for Rucksack, the fanciest <laughs> of all the cheeses. The fanciest of all bags, I would say. The fanciest of all bags. Let me Most get to adventurous, my... that's for sure. Let me grab my coach rucksack <laughs> and we shall be on our adventure. Is, of course, all of those things. The sticker, the shout-out on the show, the early access to merch, the early access to ad-free content, one short bonus episode a month, one long bonus episode a month, and... Access to our Discord server. So you can come talk to us about whatever you want, post pictures of your pets, or tell us, I don't know, ghost stories. And also, we might occasionally open up to voting the topic of our long episode that month or in the coming months, and you will get to help decide that episode. That'll all happen on that level. So if you join the Havarti handbag or Rockfort Rucksack mm-hmm. levels, you'll you'll be getting two extra episodes a month. So Bucket Snake, yes, Meat Wedge. What kind of things can they expect in those extra episodes besides this here discussion of a movie that never happened? Well, for our short episodes, we will be discussing some history lessons Mm -hmm. obviously that have to do with children's movies we've got some in the works right now we want to do one 
about the history of Don Bluth yeah. and Bluth Studios because it is very confusing but also very interesting and we yeah. want to look into it. We assume you do too. Yeah, he's very important to this podcast, but also a cranky bastard man who I'm going to fight for making me cry. So, <laughs> you know. Very fair. Complicated dude. Also, probably look into The Nine Old Men mm-hmm. from Disney. Uh, just some of our faves that keep showing up, like Frank Welker. Yeah. Love that guy. I would love to learn about Frank Welker. Yeah, what's his, what's his deal? Yeah, so, you know, short episodes about the history of things in children's movies. Yeah. Also, we will be doing recast rewrite episodes. Yes. In which we recast and rewrite a movie that we have already covered. Yeah. Because, you know what? I think there are some that I could have done better. Sometimes we just know better. Yeah. With our infinite wisdom, looking back, the hindsight especially, once we know how it went, shouldn't have done that. Yes. Chris Farley should have been the peach. <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> yes. Um, and then our longer episodes, we will probably do some, take some suggestions from our Patreons and... We will also probably cover movies that came out when we were kids, that we watched when we were kids, but are not technically children's movies. Maybe we shouldn't have watched them. Yeah, my best friend in the first and second, like, early early grade school years and I were obsessed with Anaconda <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so we will definitely cover Anaconda. Yes, and we will absolutely cover The Lost Boys. Yes. Because <laughs> we have to. Meatwedge can't stop talking about it. I can't stop talking about it. I, do you know movie. how much Lost Boys content I edit out of every episode? That's <laughs> just going to be all the offcuts This from is that. just like that scene in the Lost Boys where... <laughs> 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 and then we'll also probably do a fun thing where we discuss a movie. But imagine if all the characters were Muppets except for one actor. Yeah. And which Muppet would play which character? Yeah. Yeah, because everybody loves Muppets, and uh, more classic tales should have Muppets in them. Absolutely. Like, they had a good thing going there where they did Christmas Carol and they did Treasure Island, and they need to do so many more. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to push for it. You know what should be full of Muppets? Anaconda. (laughs) (laughs) Even the snake. Yeah. Or is the snake the only? (laughs) No, no, because they got, like, there's definitely Muppet snakes, so they should definitely be one giant Muppet snake. They can just keep John Voight. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else is a Muppet. Being super creepy. Yeah. And obviously... And sinister. We assume that everyone would play it as well as Michael Caine did. Yeah. I think I think John Voight would do a fantastic job I of don't know being slimy and creepy around all the Muppets. That John Voight would realize that there were Muppets <laughs> around him. Especially now. Focusing on his fake accent. Lord. How do you say cucumber? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the plan. Bucket Snake has decided that if we get to 100 patrons, I will have to do an entire episode in an accent. Yeah. So. And I get to pick which one. Oh, you get to pick? Or we could make them vote. We could have a vote. So if y'all want in on that vote. Maybe just give them like a small preview some samples of southern church lady (laughs) hey do you have soccer practice later oh my god yes let me tell you i have three different soccer practices and they are at two different locations okay because (laughs) my kindergartner has to play soccer with the other kindergartners which is a mile across town it's on the other side it's ridiculous so my entire trunk is just full of cleats let me tell you what (laughs) i have not seen the bottom of my trunk in five years it is cleats all the way down (laughs) (laughs) anyway that's what you can look forward to so sign up for patreon and get a friend to sign up so that we can have a good hour and a half of meat wedge having to do that accent yes thanks please do that you're welcome uh yeah so that's enough of that there will be there will be some links there will be (laughs) that's enough of patreon talk for now because we're here to talk about shazam that movie that we all watched and loved. Yeah. In the 90s. I remember starring Sinbad as a genie. Yes. So the IMDb for Shazam <laughs> says, 
The Mandela Effect is an unusual phenomenon where a large group of people remember something differently than how it occurred. Conspiracy theorists believe this is proof of an alternate universe, while many doctors use it as an illustration of how imperfect memory can be sometimes. It's definitely that there are multiple universes and we're slipping in between and not that just some people remember stuff wrong sometimes. But so many people remember things differently. It's true. Why is it called that? Why do they call it the Mandela Effect? Well, this woman, Fiona Broom, I guess, is the one who started referring to it as the Mandela Effect in reference to the false memory of the death of the South African anti-apartheid leader, Nelson Mandela, who we all love and remember. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of us thought that he died in prison in the 80s when he actually died in 2013 after having served as president of South Africa from 94 to 99. That's so great. I just love the thought of people in like 1996 being like, President who? (laughs) Didn't he die? I thought he died. I in prison could have sworn like he's right there that he died because like it makes you yeah it makes more sense now because he's he is dead and yeah. so it makes more yeah. sense to to misremember when he died. But there were people who like when he was still alive probably were like, "Did he die in the eighties?" Like, no, man, he was yeah, he's over there. He's president. You could call him right he's now. Running a country. I don't know when it started. I guess this you know people yeah. start in 2010 they started calling it that in 2010 yeah yeah i don't know when people were like yeah he's definitely dead be like no no i just saw him on the tv which this one is weird because i think a lot of times we all like the other day i think i texted you and i was like did gary oldman die yeah <laughs> like we all misremember right well and i said that to my roommate and she was like yeah he's dead I was like, no he's still alive what is wrong with you people but it's because is it because alan, alan rickman, rickman died? died yeah Interesting. It's because Gary Oldman's character died in Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> but Alan Rickman actually, actually died. died. His character died too, though. Yeah, the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. But. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, a couple of years back, I was convinced. I was working at the video game store and we had gotten a copy of. I think for the Game Boy Advance, mm. we got Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's so sad that Matt Hoffman died. And somebody else was like, he's fine. And I was like, what? And I Googled it. And Matt Hoffman is fine. And I'm sorry, Matt Hoffman, forever <laughs> implying that you had died. <laughs> and this was like two years before Dave Mira had died. So I wasn't it even wasn't... confusing the two. Yeah. I just was sure that Matt Hoffman was dead. And he's not. That's wild. I can't wait until Heath Ledger comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some other big examples, which... You know, I'm sure we all have Googled before the Bernstein Bears, which we all remember as the Bernstein Bears. Mm-hmm. Interesting to say Bernstein. Berenstain. Yeah. I always just said Bernstein. Huh. Not Berenstein. Berenstain. I don't know. Berenstain Bears. But that's also like Thornton's, the gas station, is actually Thorn- Thornton's. Thornton's, yeah, there's an N in there. But I'm from here, so say and I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Got I don't need to all be. these letters. No. <laughs> but yeah, I always called them the Bernstein Bears when I was a kid. Huh. But in fact, the bears were named after the authors. Mm-hmm. Stan and Jan. Berenstain. Berenstain. I think that one sort of makes sense, though. Berenstain sounds like a very Jewish name, and especially if you didn't grow up Jewish, you might just be like, yeah. oh, what? Uh, yeah, whatever. Well... Yeah, and I was reading, too, that it's, like, Einstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these Frankenstein other people that... Yeah, so Berenstein makes yeah. sense. Um, and, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's kind of incursive, and you're a child. It's a long name. You're just like, whatever, bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're bears. On. They're cute. They're fuzzy. What I didn't know yes. is that there are two versions of each book, and some of them are wildly religious. Oh. I didn't realize that the Berenstain bears were, like... A I, religious icon? Yeah. Huh. I, had, I didn't either. I had the secular versions growing up. Yeah. Because you're... A heathen. Yes. And <laughs> and uh, I was looking for one recently because I was actually... I was on Duolingo and they were teaching colors and mm-hmm. it has like this bucket of paint pouring out. Just like a cut. It's like, which one of these is... Yeah. And I was like, this has awoken some sort of memory in me. Yeah. What is it? And it was uh, the Berenstain Bears learn about colors, and they're like pouring colors from paint buckets oh. together, to make red and yellow together, make orange. And while I was trying to find that... Should have had that in hair school. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why your hair turned out green. 
while I was looking for that, I found a version of the book that was like, the colors of God's world. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was definitely like a, huh. I don't remember this hat, but it, yeah, I guess some of them were incredibly religious. Yeah, and I it just talks about like, God made the world so beautiful and he made the grass green and he, I'm like, what? I just am here to learn about complementary and secondary <laughs> colors. Uh, God put blue and yellow together and made the grass green. That's what I heard. Um, you can find examples, like if you look through Reddit, of actual products and like VHS tapes with it spelled Berenstein. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that could really just be a typo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, truly, probably. I mean, it has happened. It's human people are yeah. <laughs> typing that in. And Berenstein just sounds fake. It just sounds like a fake name. Yeah, it so. doesn't sound real. Very strange. But it's still Bernstein. <laughs> Bernstein. <laughs> You're from a different timeline altogether. <laughs> the, the really fast one. <laughs> it's a Thornton's. It's Bernstein. <laughs> I ain't got time. I don't have time for this. Um, another one. What do you remember the Monopoly man looking like? Um, he's got little pants, black jacket, top hat, mustache, mustache, cane, cane, shiny little shoes. <laughs> Does he have a monocle? I don't know. I don't know that I ever remembered him having a monocle. I feel like I did, but I think it's because Ace Ventura, when nature calls, that little man that he calls the Monopoly man that he picks up and throws over his shoulders does have a monocle. monocle. Oh. I'm pretty sure. See, the suggestion is that a lot of people are confusing him with Mr. Peanut, who has a top hat and a cane and a monocle. Yeah. But Monopoly man does not. Mr. Peanut's dead, though. Ah, he is dead. <laughs> I don't know. I always hated Monopoly as a child. Me too. It's my I don't brother's think I've favorite game. Ever completed a game of Monopoly? Well, there's not really. You just steal all of end? someone's money. I mean, if you play it to the very end, it takes forever because you have to just completely destroy your friends and family until they have nothing left. It's three a.m., Grandma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on Baltic with shit. It's. Yeah, mostly you just kind of go, okay, I think we can all concede that you've won here, you know? Like, nobody ever is like, this is the definitive ending to it. So it feels very, like, loose. But also, when we were growing up, um, it was my brother's favorite board game. Of course it was. But he also got really cranky (laughs) if he didn't get the railroads. So Ah. you either lost, or Russell was cranky, or sometimes both, if we were playing with the whole family. (laughs) I was like, I'm losing, Russell's mad. Fun time. We've been here for four hours. What was so. your favorite board game as a kid? Clue. Yeah, that checks out. I like that one a lot. I don't win very often. I'm not good at it, but I like playing it anyway. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I think I liked Sorry the best. Yeah. I don't know why. We played Trouble and Uno the most. Ooh, I love Uno. Yeah. We played too. Uno a lot too. Mm-hmm. But now it's Catan. Do you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh when you play Uno, do you play that if you can't play, you have to draw one card and then you move on, or you have to draw until you can draw play. Draw until you can play. Oh, hell no. We yeah, it lasts it forever. I saw someone post something. Um, I guess Uno has an yeah. internet presence, yeah. and they posted a rule that everyone was like, excuse me, but if somebody plays like a draw two and you have a reverse that's in the same it said you, Well, they the said you can't play before. a draw two on a draw two. Oh. Which, like... Well, I saw that you could... Fuck you, they match. That's reverse the rule. Reverse a draw two. No! Yeah, and back to the person that played the draw, too. Absolutely not. That's not what the, what the reverse <laughs> card is for. Come on, Uno. House rules. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Someone responded to that that said, thank you for the cards. We'll take it from here. And I think that that's really the best. Yeah. Like, we, we'll make the rules. Thanks. Yeah. We get the gist. You know, you you play until you run out. But what if we all wake up one day and it's not called Uno anymore and it's called each? <laughs> the Japanese version. Yeah. You have to yell, Ichi! <laughs> it's called Uxi, and it's from Finland. And why did we all forget that it was from Finland? <laughs> that would be... One card game at a time. We're all learning... So silly. One number in yeah. each. Yeah! We played it in uh, sign language class a lot to get our colors and our numbers. Like, Oh, that's cool. We, you know, we weren't allowed to talk. We just played. Yeah, that's fun. Although, really, you don't have to talk at all. You can just look at the card and see what's yeah, happening. But you just still. flip each other up. <laughs> so, enough sign language for Uno. Yes. Alright. Here's one that gets me. Yes. Same. Fruit of the Loom. Cornucopia? It's a cornucopia of fruit. It's all spilling out. It has always been this way. It's always been that way. Okay, so here's my... In my brain. Here's in my brain. 
<laughs> Welcome to Bucket Snake's brain. <laughs> there are a lot of letters missing. Um, so when I was a kid, my parents split up. So I spent time in two different cities because I would go stay with my dad. Mm-hmm. Where my dad lived, the highway that you had to drive on to get to his house that I went to every other weekend was a Fruit of the Loom factory. Yeah. And it later like closed down because Fruit of the Loom wasn't doing well. And now it's a Christian high school, I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. In a factory? Yeah, I guess. They Does just it have windows? Emptied it out. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so I drove past the Fruit of the Loom sign. Right. At least four times a month. Yeah. Going and leaving. Yeah. So I know that there was a cornucopia there. Mm-hmm. We should ask Michael Jordan. Wasn't he the Fruit of the Loom spokesperson for a long time? No, he was Haynes. Shit! <laughs> I am truly on the wrong timeline. Was there any spokesperson? Was it a turkey? For a while. Cornucopia? No, because there's no cornucopia. <gasps> for a while there, it was dudes in fruit suits. Oh, I do remember They were that. like dressed in... Hmm. Guys dressed as a grape. Well, a bunch of grapes, not just a single grape. <laughs> <laughs> there's Yeah, there's like a guy with like oh apple like, hat. What if the Fruit of the Loom fruit characters got in a street fight with the vegetables from VeggieTales? <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? Email us, replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Fruit dudes or veggie people? Yeah, place your because bets now. God is on the vegetable side. <laughs> <laughs> you, think that, you think God is going to... God doesn't want them punching? Uh, I'm just saying, sometimes he works in mysterious ways is all. That's true. A lot of a lot of terrible things have been done in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Spilling fruit juice. Punching. <laughs> Punching a full grown man dressed as a bunch of grapes is <laughs> Oh, it would low. be satisfying though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, so Shazam. Yeah. Didn't happen. Right. Sinbad thinks it's hilarious that we all think that it happened. Yes. <laughs> he has talked about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching a video of him earlier being like, well, I was on a lot of crack, and so, yes, I did Shazam of it, but I did it for crack money, and so I didn't want to talk about it, but <laughs> it was hard being on set. I had to do so much yoga to get into that genie lamp. There was a lot of Crisco involved. I damaged my rotator cuff getting into that lamp. Oh my god. It's incredible. <laughs> That's so funny. But, so yeah, a lot of people swear that they saw this movie with Sinbad playing a genie named Shazam. And then later, we're like, why would they do this again? Because there is a real movie Mm -hmm. that we will eventually cover called Kazam, starring Shaq. He's the genie who lives in a boombox. Yes. But everybody's like, they just made this movie with Sinbad. Right. Call Shazam. But they make twin movies all the time. Yeah. Happens constantly. Yeah. The Wild. Madagascar. Yeah. Yeah. Ants in a Bug's Life. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I found this fun quote. Yeah. um, From a guy who's like certain that shazam was a movie one man named don worked at his uncle's movie rental store and specifically remembers buying the shazam movie for the store i had to handle the two copies we owned dozens of times over the years said don and i had to watch it multiple times to look for reported damages to the tape rewind it and check it in rent it out and put the boxes out on display for rental so don remembers specifically having a couple copies that he had to yeah check and that's Rewind. crazy, too. If you're like, okay, I was a kid and I saw this movie, or we didn't saw it in theaters or whatever, but if you're like, I physically held this movie in my hands multiple times because I checked it in, I put it on the shelf, like, yeah, that would drive me a little bit batty. And for people to say, like, oh, it didn't work. I took it home and it didn't work. Yeah. And he's like, why? Well, so I watched it to see if there was, like, a point where it didn't work and it worked fine. That seems very strange to me. Do you think they had rented it, like, while the universes were separating? Yeah. <laughs> so they were, the like, shift was happening. No, we must leave this behind in this universe. Mm-hmm. It cannot go with us into the future where Donald Trump becomes president. <laughs> <laughs> leave Shazam in the good timeline. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Carrot Top has to get buff, so we need to change timelines. <laughs> Pick and choose. This one goes here, this one goes here. God, there is a world... Where Sinbad played a genie, mm-hmm. Hillary won the election, mm-hmm. Carrot Top stays a skinny nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yes. wonder what else is going on there. I mean, it might be worse, though. You never know. Yeah, there could be worse Maybe things this for is sure. the best timeline? Can't be. I just don't think it's the darkest timeline. Yeah. Well, 
If it's the only timeline, it is both the best and the worst. That is true. There's a another quote I found. This man named Carl. He says, It feels like a part of my childhood has now been stolen from me. How does a movie simply vanish from our history? I've taken to Craigslist and have posted a bounty of $1,000 for anyone that can turn up a copy of this movie, whether it was accidentally kept from Blockbuster or if somebody made their own bootleg VHS copy. I want to be able to make it known that the movie is indeed real. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot, Carl. Well, I mean, I think it's $1,000 is safe. Oh, I, I agree. I don't mean it's a lot of money. I just mean it's a lot of time and emotion devoted to this thing that, like, just didn't happen. Sinbad has trolled people saying <laughs> that he remembers the movie. Yeah. Like you said. I um, would. In his quote-unquote confession, he says, It took a lot of government intervention to get those videos out of people's homes and video stores. But he was lucky because they were able to do some mind control stuff to get the public to forget. <laughs> he said, there's three tapes left. There are three Shazam videos still out there that we did not find. And if we find you, we're going to kill you. <laughs> Those who had the tape were now on a hit list and he was sending assassins to their home. I love that he's involved too. And they're like, he's like, no, I'm gonna, we're going to come kill oh, you. Oh yeah. Speaking of, did you see the college humor video? Yes. They did an April Fool's a couple of years ago where they actually got Sinbad to play a genie in like a fake trailer for the movie. Yeah, it's so good. We will definitely post it so you can watch it. It is so silly. And I I just love, you know, when people can laugh at themselves and when people oh, yeah. Don't lean into things like this, seriously. you know, where he's like, no, I didn't make that movie, but I'll pretend, you know. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Yeah. And on a couple of the Reddit threads, if you're reading about Shazam, like every like 10th comment mm -hmm. someone will be like look i found it and right. it's always college humor yeah link and everyone's like it's a joke that's a joke it's from college <laughs> humor look how old sinbad looks but they did a great job oh yeah making it look old and there's like old commercials like cut into it and stuff so yeah it definitely looks good i have this other quote where this guy says imagine if you woke up this morning and disney's 1998 animation a bug's life did not exist after endlessly scouring the internet, you'd come up with nothing, despite your own distinct memories of a bunch of ants going on wild hijinks through the undergrowth. You'd turn to your best friend, your brother, your mom, and say, Hey, remember A Bug's Life? It was about ants. And your friend, brother, mom, would turn to you and say, No, darling, you're thinking about ants with a Z, the Woody Allen movie. That's and a Woody Allen movie? Yeah. It. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's very clearly a Woody Allen movie. Like, you're watching it like, this is not for children. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid. I don't think I knew what a Woody Allen movie well, sure. was. But, That's fair. yeah. I'm, I remember watching it as a kid and just being like, am I supposed to be watching this? I mean, maybe not a kid. Yeah. Kid. I, although, I guess it came out in 98, around the time A Bug's Life came out. Then Yeah, they came I was out 10. really close together. So, yeah. I, I just remember being like... I don't know if I'm supposed to be watching this, but yeah, it's Woody Allen. Why the fuck did Woody Allen make a bug movie? I don't know. Why did Jerry Seinfeld make a bug movie? Oh, a bee movie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw that. I don't know. We'll definitely do an Ants episode. Yeah. Just because it's, I mean, one, it's in the time frame, and two, like, it's fucking weird. Tight. But yeah, that would be, and that's a really good example, Ants in a Bug's Life, because there are so many, like, twin movies, especially from when we were kids, because you know, somebody makes one movie and then another studio is like, right, we're taking everything you didn't copyright and yeah. trying to make some money off of it. Right. Hopefully grandparents obviously, everywhere will confuse the two and yeah, or buy even our just being like, obviously everyone really likes bugs right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like the 90s were all about dinosaurs. Yes. I have something really similar to that. When I was in the fifth grade, we played a game called Beat the Street. Okay. And it was like a video game, but like really rudimentary video game because yeah. I was in the fifth grade in 1998 so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like on the computer and it was supposed to be like sort of educational and you play as this dude who's getting ready for school it just goes through his day yeah and like he's getting ready for school and then he gets on the bus and goes to school and you have to make all these decisions and it would ask you like you'd like walk over to your closet and it would say what do you want to wear today and you had two options it was like button-up light blue shirt and khaki pants or ripped jeans leather jacket white t-shirt hell yeah outfit yeah and if you picked the khaki pants and the button-up it was like okay and it would move on because that was the good option mm. if you picked the other option it would say are you sure oh and it would give you an to, it would give you a chance to say no or yes mm -hmm. so then 
you like pick the bad option or whatever and then it moves on to the next one no matter what option you picked you would still move on to the next scenario yeah but so it like, would, like a choose your own adventure calculate your points basically yeah well it would if you either outfit you're still ending up in the same exact scenario next it doesn't really change your day oh, a whole lot okay. like the next thing is like okay now you're gonna go get ready to get on the bus and like one of your friends is like hey we should just skip school like fuck this let's you know hide and not get on the bus or whatever the game you're playing in fifth grade is like hey fuck this fuck this yeah <laughs> uh and so it would ask you you know do you want to get on the bus or or not and if you said yeah i'm getting on the bus it'd be like okay and you would move on and if you're like no again it would ask you are you sure but even if you said no i'm not getting on the bus you would like turn around to leave and somebody would be like hey you're supposed to be in school and you would still end up at school ah it just recorded the fact that you chose to not get on the bus yeah and so it was just it was just stuff like that you'd go through your day do you want to start a food fight do you want to whatever yes. like just ask you all these questions and when you got to the end of the day if you made all the right decisions it would be like congratulations you beat the street that's so weird and then if you didn't then you know it was like the you lose try you. again or whatever nobody remembers this and i can find absolutely no mention of it on the internet oh. and i have looked and i'm i mean it might be called something else yeah but I remember all of us being like, because we all thought it was like cheesy as shit, obviously. Yeah. And I remember all of us being like, oh, we beat the street. So like. <laughs> you were playing that instead of Oregon Trail? We were also playing Oregon Trail, okay, of course. Cool. But it was it was another one that we had and I can't find it. Hmm. Um, so if anybody out there can prove to me, I don't want somebody being like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I need, I need screenshots or something. Yeah. I ran into a dude that I have known since the fourth grade, and I was like, hey, Ben, do you remember this game? And he was like, no. And I was like, god damn it, Ben. (laughs) We were in class together. I remember. Yeah. Uh, And he was like, no, I've never heard of that. I was just like, that's interesting. (sighs) That makes me feel like, like, do we only remember things that we kept experiencing? If that makes sense? Like, Oregon Trail, we never really forgot. Like, we always kept referencing. And there were other games, like, they kept updating the concept. Yeah. You know. But maybe when that died, we just all forgot. Right. I don't know. Or it never existed and I just created this boring ass educational game. Yeah, because I definitely remember the outfit especially is like, the you know, I remember like the leather jacket. Do you want to be Fonzie? Exactly. And I was like, no, this is not the right choice. Huh. So, yeah, I would love some. Somebody suggested that I ask my teacher, but she was old when I was in fifth grade. So she's not. I don't Um, know where to find her. Knock on her headstone. Well, I don't think she's dead. I just think that she's probably not on Facebook. Oh, true. Or somewhere that I can find her. So so I I totally can understand if someone knows for sure that they saw Shazam as a kid. Yeah. And then have people say, like, that's not real. I totally understand that frustration because I'm like, I played Beat the Street so many yeah. times. Did you win? Yeah, because it's very obvious what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because it's like, are you sure? <laughs> right. Are you sure you want to be a fucking lowlife degenerate for the rest of your life, or do you want to put on these khakis? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. You want to be cool? Do you want to work at Kmart? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It's interesting. Well, whatever timeline we're on, you can find us on Instagram or Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Replay Rewind Pod. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Google, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts or wherever the fuck you're listening to us right now. Yep. And now you can find us on Patreon. Patreon! So, yeah. Go to, do that. To Patreon and beyond! Because you like us and because... That was bad. It's just the two of us <laughs> in this cave. Yeah. Doing everything with our own money. So. And our own time. Turns out it's not free to have a podcast. It is not. Who um, knew? Maybe one day we'll make enough Patreon dollars. I don't know if that translates into real dollars. I think they just send us company script. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we could use in the company store. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe there's an office in the company store. That would be nice. That would be nice. Like with, I don't know, climate control. Sure. Our assistant wouldn't be a mouse. <laughs> Oh, he's coming with us. <laughs> Mouse hunt style. Yeah. <laughs> Just Cape fears his way to the office every day. <laughs> I was thinking more if we put him on a, in a little cage and we're like, well, he we had to come with us. Cause, oh, okay. But no, it's funnier if he comes with us of his own volition. <laughs> but it also means that maybe he's burnt down my garage and I don't really want oh, that. Yeah, that's true. To happen. I'm using it. So you don't have to do that, dude. It's fine. We're going to get a uh, Patreon. So don't worry. Yeah, we'll take you with us. 
In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bag, or future Swiss satchel, provolone pouch, maybe you're a Havarti handbag, maybe you're feeling like a Roquefort rucksack. Up In to any you. Case, stay fresh. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. And subscribe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.